Thiago. Episode 307 of A to the Show, traveling around the world, and now we're in New York with uh, Yunus Ozubeiri, uh, the Flash himself. Welcome to the show. Hello, uh, thank you, you for having me. You want to tell us about more about um, what you do and your background as the Flash? <laughs> uh, so in the eighth grade, when I was about 14 years old, started an Instagram account based on my favorite comic book character ever, and that was the Flash. And it has evolved into the biggest Flash page on Instagram. Uh, as you know, an, an Arab Muslim kid in eighth grade, I was always an, out, an outcast, always an outcast. <laughs> I was always like, yeah, comic books, so cool. <laughs> I, I can't, I can't get that pork away from me. I'm fasting here, I'm doing that. So like, it's, I, I was always doing, you know, the I was always the odd one out. So having yeah. this page was like my escape. So um, yeah, it evolved into a page at, I mm. believe I'm at 115,000. Wow, yeah, no, congrats, dude. Yeah, congrats. Yeah, it really is amazing. Yeah, and we had one of um, our people who were following you, uh, who recommended us to you, told us they were following you from when you were 10,000 or something, and so you've grown <laughs> so much, so it is really amazing. Um, uh, what, a, uh, what about The Flash? What about The Flash? <laughs> Makes him so amazing. Uh, what about The Flash? Hmm. I think he was always the underrated character, so I related a lot. He was, he was also, he's also an outcast, like... Like he's Wally West is like the biggest outcast in terms of the entire Justice League, like compared to Batman to Superman to Wonder <laughs> right. Woman. Flash is always like, you know, he's always like, I always relate to him. He's, he's like, he's like me. So mm -hmm. it, it was cool. It's the main reason why I fell in love with the character. And yeah. He has the best animated movie, right? The Flash animated movies are some of the best animated movies. What do you yeah, think about the movies? They, they don't capitalize off of it for some reason because <laughs> there's only mm -hmm. been one Flash animated movie and he's been in a couple in a, he's been in two animated series or more uh, but the main two the just like animated series all right were some of the best ever made so let's get a little more controversial so now you're no longer you're expanding from the flash and now you're doing a bunch of the other superheroes yeah. right why is that happening well, it's not just superheroes like right now right. i just evolved into just I, I i want like during make like that flash page it somewhat evolved into a persona of me which i never expected like people started wanting like more live streams they wanted more content with me so i was like that's crazy like i thought you guys just like this freaking character that runs fast but <laughs> apparently they liked me too so like within the past like two years it's gotten more personal even though my name was always world of the flash but as of last month i changed my name to unity unity because, <laughs> yeah yeah. You know, my name's Eunice. Nice rebranding, man. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I see it, yeah. So I, I changed it because not only is the Flash show declining just, just a little bit, but it's just, I don't know. I've, I I wanted it to, I didn't want to limit myself to one form of content because I post a lot about politics. I post a lot about current events. I post a lot about anything. It's not just a Flash. Even when I was back as World of Flash, but people used to always complain like, you're a Flash page. Stop posting about Palestine. Stop posting about what's happening to Uyghur Muslims in China. I was like, no, we're not doing that. So I just changed my name. And mm -hmm. if you have a problem with it, you can unfollow me. I truly don't care. So it's, it's interesting because you it said was a, it was a personal, personal thing that I wanted to do. Right. I know it's a personal thing, but at the same time, you said you made this flash page to educate people about the flash and share flash knowledge. 
So why do you discuss things like the Uyghur situation and the Palestine situation? I feel like anybody with a platform should be speaking on the injustices in the world. And especially when I see my people facing injustice like that, seeing Muslims mm-hmm. all around the world. And I don't, they don't get news. They don't get spotlight. They don't get any media until as like recently. But even that, that's still not enough. But it's, oh, I always feel like the problems that are, that Muslims are facing and the problems that people of color are facing in the United States, they always go unnoticed to a certain degree. So I feel like people with platforms have to speak up on it. And I think it's dangerous that people with platforms spread false information. Like recently, I had a whole conundrum with an actor. I don't even want to name him. He used to follow me. I used to follow him. We were like, we were mutuals and we have mutual friend. We have a mutual, mutual friends. And he recently commented like, yo, no way you just disrespected the IDF. I have four friends in the IDF. Yeah. You, you, why you, you, why are you speaking on false information like that? And I'm like, that's freaking dangerous because you're an actor that was on a major DC show. And you have an influence of almost 700,000 people on your Instagram page. And you're going to go and spread information like that. That's really dangerous. So I feel like if you don't have the, if you don't have all of the information and you're spreading that information, it's very dangerous because it's going to be false. And you're going to influence a bunch of people under like, you're, influ- you're going to influence a bunch of people with that. Eunice, that's so deep. I can't believe you say that because it's so true. <laughs> Because the, the information is being spread by the follower account, as you were saying, right? This person has a huge following, therefore the information gets spread there faster and more. But he doesn't have 100,000 followers for being a politician or being a journalist or anything. He has it for being an actor or something, right? So, um, And like yeah. I, had, I, had, I had that dude's fan accounts come at me like, yo, <laughs> you're doing this. I'm like shut up world of blah 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 like i'm like i was like you i know what you're doing get, get out I'm of the, the trove when you i'm the flash trying to catch me <laughs> yeah exactly yeah no and i still talk about the show i still talk about yeah. the show but like mm-hmm. i talk about other topics as well nice um are you are you fast <laughs> are you a- man and it, it's crazy because i i'm fast but i have very very bad stamina so like i can lose energy so fast so like so like short sprints maybe so bad. like even I, I what is it like 100 meter runs and stuff what about those oh i i actually you know i never fully timed myself on those like my five i had a five uh five mile run i think got that in like six minutes not bad oh, not so bad good. Five not bad. That's very impressive, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. It's not cool. bad. The flash. But like, like basketball back and forth. Mm-hmm. Bro, like I, I'll lose, I'll lose energy within <laughs> five minutes. It's so bad. It's so bad. Yeah, I they're two even different sports, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, um, definitely. You have to control. Something I wanted to touch up on is when you were saying that the spreading of the uh, misinformation and uh, mm. the controversy so basically you in your mind everyone who has a platform should spread information about injustices in the world now definitely i'm definitely on board with that but sometimes we didn't wouldn't you feel like maybe there is it's one-sided like it's not as in the uh, what's actually happening as in the spreading of information is one-sided so people on the other side would you know perceive it as in like an attack upon them Mm. So I guess that would probably explain why like, that's So personal. they think that. Yeah. They, they think, think that personal. our side is misinformed. 
just like we yeah. think their side is misinformed, correct? Exactly. See, I feel like if you don't have the full information, even though you're such a big influence and you definitely have more resources than a kid in New York living in his mom's basement, I feel like there's no excuse. You should have the right information. Right. And if you, you have don't have the right information, mm-hmm. don't speak on it at all. Yeah. Just shut up. And go to A Squared The Show episode, Jawahar Alham on the Uyghur situation and Ajawana on the Palestine situation. There, there you go, information for you guys. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. I'll, I'll look at them too. But Thank like, you. it's just, it's just, I don't know. It, when people with such big platforms post misinformed things, it just, I feel like they should have just stayed silent. That's that's just my thing. If you post, because it's just more dangerous than posting misinformed things is definitely more dangerous than being silent. No, I definitely so, agree. I agree with that point. Like, I, I get what you mean. People about, have to fact check themselves. Definitely exactly. before posting something mean, though, or talking on, about it. Unlike people posting and then thinking our side is misinformed. And it's horrible that there already are sides to this situation because it's clear who's the oppressed and who's the oppressed. In terms of Palestine and Israel and all that, but yeah, I, I get I get what you mean. All right, yeah, because like you, for me, when it comes to like someone like that, you know, just attacking you for uh, for this kind of for the, whatever you were posting about the IDF, in his own mind, he has a certain set of in facts or information that were taught to him and given to him, and that were claimed that these are the this is the truth. And this is what he believes, especially since he mentioned he has friends in the IDF. So obviously they're going to tell him the story, their side of the story mm-hmm. where they're being attacked, you know, by people with rocks that mm-hmm. like that doesn't, you know, obviously this is not a fair fight. That's not what I'm trying to make, but I'm saying what what he would what information he would receive. So when he sees someone else just like posting about it and probably. And since you said you were mutual friends or something, something, yeah. Yeah. So he so he knew about you. So he doesn't want to know. He doesn't want someone that he knows to basically be attacking someone else. You know. You know. It's like he took the middle ground and started fighting, advocating for his friends. Since, yeah. yeah like I, it, he, people just take it personal too much. Yeah. That's the, and that's I get the that. Issue. I, I get it. I truly get it. Because like in the beginning of the statement, he was like, "You're a comic book page," and then you're gonna talk about how the IDF is this, this, and that. And I'm like, "Oh God!" And it's just he said my friends are in the idf what i say is you don't see the total biasness already in that yeah like, it's definitely. clear you're going to be biased mm-hmm. so like it's why when i made my response to it i didn't fully like respond to his statement because i already know he has his mindset he already is going to be biased and he's already biased enough so i didn't even try to sway his mind to believing because i've been yes. posting about it for over a m- for i believe about a month now right so I didn't yes. even try to convince him. All I did was make fun of the statement that he made because he mentioned a blanket statement. So what I did was I hid mm-hmm. under my blanket. And I took a picture with it and I photoshopped the Palestine flag on the blanket. And I was like, here. And in uh, your opinion, blanket. how would you try to convince someone like that with that mindset? I I truly don't or know. What do you think is the I have, I have an idea. I have an idea what you do. Say, hey, <laughs> by the way, you guys all love comic books and superheroes, right? The superheroes are supposed to look out for the little guys and the guys who are being oppressed and being taking advantage of and fighting against the bad guys. But Ali, what if he doesn't see it that way? That's the thing. What if he, he sees does that? not? He does <laughs> yeah. not. Because well, the comments, the people all are being the comments are the people of Israel or the people of Tel Aviv specifically or something. Yeah. Like that. That's what he all, sees. All the comments were like that. They were like, wow, this dude played someone that was 
you know, always looking out for like the smaller people. And he was like, never meet your real heroes. You'll just realize that they're yeah. idiots online. It's crazy. It was crazy. It was the comment. And the fact, the crazy part yeah. is the dude went to my comment section and started responding comments. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. No, that, yeah. That's messed up. Yeah. People, I'm, yeah. That's the thing with social media and misinformation. And I'm going to bring it back more to the comic book sides of controversy. <laughs> Tell us about, so, um, I'm sure when you found out that Zack Snyder was about to make all these, um, you know, DC movies, he must have been very excited or something. And then, um, what do you think of the Justice League, the first approach, the first one, <laughs> and then the Snyder cut? Yeah, over your so takes on those. I remember I was in, I was around the time I started my account, uh, they were first starting to release like the BTS, the backstage photos, and like the 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 casting details and like yo like Ezra Miller's Flash is gonna have wow. blue lightning like it was it was cool. so cool I was like yo this is so dope this movie is gonna be so cool I was so hyped Batman vs Superman I remember liking it when I first saw it but I remember seeing it again after I saw Justice League and I didn't like it as much then I saw it before the Snyder cut and then I like it a lot more but regardless <laughs> uh, when I saw when I saw the first Justice League movie I came out that movie thinking it was the greatest movie ever made I've ever seen. Keep in mind, I was 15 and it was all swayed by my hype for the movie. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, I saw it and I said it was the best. You know, I said it was better than Logan, which I think is a sin. It was so bad. Oh, that's, that's yeah, take. okay. <laughs> that's okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's a great take yet. <laughs> Very that's horrible. Take, yeah, I know. They, so, no, no, I don't know. <laughs> no, it's a horrible take by any means. If anybody says that, they're in the wrong already. <laughs> So I got roasted in the comment section for saying that. <laughs> so I was like, hmm. So I saw it again the next day. And then I saw it again the next. So I saw it like three days in a row. And then after my third viewing, I was able to come to the conclusion that it was one of the worst movies I've ever made. That's fair. So third time's a charm. Yeah, it takes it takes a while. You yeah, know? You gotta process it slowly. <laughs> he said third time's a charm. <laughs> yeah, third time's definitely was the charm. So it was. I remember the after the first viewing after the the movie came out, somebody came out with a tweet, released a Snyder cut. That was the day it released. Yeah, because they saw themselves how different it was. I wasn't able to see that because, like I said, I was swayed so much by the marketing and like just the bias overall right. because that movie was something i was looking forward to ever for like, like three years so it was i saw it and i saw it with friends the experience of the movie was good too but yeah after i saw it that third time let me tell you i hated it i was like what, what why is barry talking about brunch you know why is superman's lips so weird why is batman talking about how he yeah, got his right? ass kicked when in that bvs he was blood hungry everything was so so different All and right. then i remember i was like what could it be because in san diego comic-con ray fisher said joss whedon was the right man for the job everybody was so on board they were like no reshoots are so minimal like what could be the issue and then ray fisher was like all right i take back what i said joss whedon's a dick I hate I hate what this dude's saying. I I I got, I got like my my reaction on set like my I was treated like ass on set like he was damn. going off. I'm like damn, and then that ended up going to the release of Snyder Cut campaign, and then the Snyder Cut actually released. And I feel like the hype for release of Snyder Cut was so freaking cool because the trailers that were releasing were all new footage we haven't seen, and then we still saw the movie and saw other like three hours of footage that we haven't seen. 
<laughs> it's insane. I can't believe a studio was able to take out that much. I can't believe it. Can't By the way, you mentioned the details like that you were noticing from the from the movie, where, for example, you know, Superman's lips and <laughs> those specific details. How? Yeah. Like for me, I, I just watch a movie and I'm, you know, just blissed. I just watch it. I see what it what it is and accept it as it is. How does someone go into those details, you know, like analyze every single aspect and say this is a shit movie? Because for me, well, it's very hard to say this is a shit movie. Before Eunice comments, I, I want to say for Batman, for Superman specifically, they, he had like a mustache and then they lasered it off in post. So his lips were very funky. <laughs> Wait, was wasn't, yeah. well, I, wasn't his mustache CGI on because he shaved it for another CGI movie? CGI off, like that, so what they, what they <laughs> did yeah, CGI was... CGI off, yeah. Yeah, so like he filmed Mission Impossible and then he had to come back for Just League reshoots. And he was when he was filming Mission Impossible, he signed something for Mission Impossible saying you can't shave. <laughs> when I feel like it's so much easier to add a beard than to remove a beard. So like I was just like, that's such a weird deal. You can you can easily CGI hair on your face rather than CGI it off. But <laughs> And then he filmed the reshoots and they were so heavy. And you were talking about how does one realize that? Seeing it three times in a row, man. <laughs> so Practice, row. you know, you got to keep checking. And, it yeah. <laughs> and like, I didn't realize it the first time. Like, I, mm. I went into the movie knowing it was going to be CGI because it was such a huge controversy even before the movie came out. Yeah. And then when I saw it the first time, I was like, I didn't even realize it. And I saw it the second time, I'm like, it's not that bad. And I saw it the third time, I'm like, shit, that is horrible. What, what were they thinking? <laughs> so like, it was... Yeah, I feel like the normal audience didn't realize it. And mm -hmm. the normal audience really doesn't know what's the story behind the Snyder Cut campaign. So, like, a lot of my friends that don't watch comic movies were like, Eunice, didn't we see this, like, three years ago, this movie? That, why is it, Why is it like, a cool new poster? Why is, why is it, like, a little... Why is it shaped in, like, a box? Why isn't it, like, wide? It's so weird. <laughs> I'm like, it's to preserve the artistic vision of Zack Snyder, right? You wouldn't understand. <laughs> you wouldn't understand. <laughs> yeah. It's like you're not a film bro. Yeah, now you're just giving me this uh, better mm. understanding of what of a critic's job, basically. Because th they do it yeah. from the first time. They just watch it once and then they're like, you know, they analyze everything. They see these details and like, no, this is shit. Although, yeah. we have seen shitty critics and <laughs> give, give bad reviews to many very amazing movies. Like, how how the hell do we differentiate? Mm -hmm. Are there actually any good critics? I don't. I don't stupid? listen to critics whatsoever. I don't care because they gave Man of Steel fifty percent, and Man of Steel That's is one of such my a good movie. movie. One of my favorite movies. Such a good movie. Superman's so epic in that movie. That's I love it. <laughs> it it, it wow. made me love Superman again because I always felt like Superman was cliche. Like, mm. oh, I'm gonna go save this dog from a tree. Uh, a curl right here. I'm like, it's so. All right, we get it. You're goody two shoes, but like Man of Steel, that shit made me like Superman again. And Henry Cavill, and oh, I, it's sad that he might not come back. It's so sad. Are they yeah. so? Yeah, are they replacing the superheroes now? Is that it? Because Man of Steel. What's happening also? right now? Yeah, what's where are we at? So you guys know about the controversy with Ray Fisher and Warner Brothers? He no, I don't like, know that. Oh, mm -hmm. you don't know? Okay, so there was on the Justice League set. Uh, there was a lot of uh there's there was an ongoing investigation for what's going on because there was a lot of shit that Joss Whedon did and Joss Whedon disrespect like he treated the entire cast members like shit let's say I got a couple instances I still remember on my head I can link you guys to an article afterwards sure. but I remember at one point the script was so bad Jeremy Irons the guy that plays Alfred yeah wrote some of the league's lines and his lines because of how <laughs> bad it was 
Uh, Wait, what? He told Wonder Woman. He Wait, called Wonder is... Woman Black Widow. He called her Black Widow. <laughs> that's not even. That's not even the bad part about what that's he did funny. to Wonder Woman. He, was, he said. He said you're gonna say these shitty lines because I wrote it, and if you don't, I'm gonna ruin your career. That's Man. what he told Gal Gadot. And I don't even like Gal Gadot, but I'm like, bro, what the hell? You you are a piece of absolute yeah. dog. Like, Wait, this so was the director, bad. right? It's a Sweden guy. Josh Sweden. They were, that's Josh the one that... Sweden. He did Marvel. Yeah, he did Avengers the Age of Ultron. It makes no sense. He did Avengers yeah, exactly. Age of Ultron, yeah. <laughs> he did so the strange. first two Avengers movies. It's absolutely insane. So, like, I remember when, they, when Zack Snyder stepped down because of the passing of his daughter from the movie, they said that Zack Snyder chose Just Sweden, and Zack Snyder's like, I didn't choose that dude. What are you talking about? My, I wanted to delay the movie so I could focus on my family, but WB was like, Now nah, we're gonna move forward and lie that you chose this director when he never chose it. But yeah, he treated one, he treated her like shit, and then Ray Fisher came on and he said he was very racist. Sorry, and he said that Jeff Ray, Johns, Ray Fisher plays Cyborg, Got Cyborg. It. Mm -hmm. and he said that they cut out like majority of his scenes because he was a black character and he said that they didn't feel like he should have been the heart of the movie when you Whoa. guys saw the Snyder Cut and you guys saw how he was the literal heart of the movie it was he was one of the Beautiful. best parts yeah so, but why was he the heart of the movie like I didn't I didn't watch the Snyder, Snyder Cut yet. oh you didn't watch it okay so yeah he was just he was what moved the story forward because he was very connected to the mother box and the mother box was legit like the main plot of the movie so him he had a lot of the emotional scenes he had a lot of it was just he had a lot of the emotional emotions in the movie like it was good to see him progress from the beginning to the end as a broken young boy who didn't like what his father did to him to the end where he accepted it and took the role as cyborg so it was it was clear what they were trying to do and ray fisher was able to launch an investigation onto the uh to Joss Whedon, John Berg, and Jeff Johns on the set of Justice League. And Jeff Johns is a huge comic book writer. He wrote my favorite Flash comic book ever made in the 2000s, Blitz. He wrote Green Lantern. He wrote Justice League. He wrote so much comic books. So people thought that adding him into the movies would be a good idea. And so far, every movie he's produced has been absolutely horrible, regardless. <laughs> so, what? I guess what? he should stick to writing instead of. <laughs> so bad. I thought he would be like Kevin Feige for Marvel right. to these, mm -hmm. and I guess I guess not. So he was. There was an investigation, and then the current, I believe, CEO or chairman of Warner Brothers, Walter Hamada, was like, "All right, leave Jeff Johns alone. We'll get John Berg and Josh Sweden to be held accountable." Ray Fisher thought about it. Release a statement. He was like, "Yo, your boy CEO of Warner Brothers just tried to throw everybody under the bus to save Je to save Jeff Johns' ass." So, it it was such an insane situation, and the investigation went absolutely nowhere. It's just nothing happened within that investigation. No, nobody was held accountable. The biggest thing that occurred is the public now knows. So the pub, like Josh Whedon, probably won't get up again. Josh Whedon, you'll probably never see him behind the movie for a long, long time. <laughs> Damn. And yeah. Jeff Johns is still thriving with Stargirl and other things that he's about to produce. Right. Green Lantern. That Green Lantern show that's coming out, they just cast, I believe, one person. He's attached to produce and direct that. So it's like, did he do it for nothing? 
no, because I believe he was definitely a part of the reason the Snyder Cut came out. But at the same time, it sucks that nothing officially happened. It's just, it took the people knowing for mm -hmm. that to stop. It sucks. Right, because it just sh it shows also, like, when CU is trying to rush a movie and make it come out, so to please the fans, they're actually making it worse for the fans and everyone so watching it. Worse. And they've created so this much. whole chaos, and it just all bad all around. It makes a bad rap, and people watch the first movie, they don't want to watch the Snyder Cut, and then, yeah. Let's yeah. take, for instance, I'm trying to think of a movie that got delayed because of fan reception from the beginning. Um, Sonic uh, the Hedgehog. <laughs> I, was, Sonic. I, was I think I, I was just about to say that, yeah. <laughs> and it's crazy because so much people, I, I wish they kept it, by the way, because I feel like the people that were outraged didn't even go see the movie when they fixed it, which sucks. <laughs> no, I, I, I didn't see it, actually. I saw the set photos for the second one, and it looks cool. I'm definitely going to watch it, though. It's a fun movie. Because I love Knuckles, and apparently he's in the second one, so I got to watch it now. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh -huh. <laughs> Knuckles, right? <laughs> the red yeah. guy. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's, cause he's <laughs> Yeah. So, I mean, like, I feel like stuff like that, if you're going to complain about Sonic the freaking Hedgehog, and then not end up like how much did it do in the box office? I don't even know, but I feel like the people that mm -hmm. complaining didn't even go see it when they fixed it, and they fixed it so well. Credits to the CGI artist for that. Yes, they fixed it so well. Mm. Yeah, so I remember when he first came out, he looked like a like a some sort of mouse. Like I don't know what the <laughs> hell. I, I don't even know. I don't <laughs> even yeah. know. His face was very weird, to be honest. Very I, very weird. Yeah. Very weird, but at the and same go, time, I kind of wish they kept it just to get them mad because I feel like if you're getting mad because of that, <laughs> right? So when 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 do you delay if the audience get mad, and when do you not delay? I mean, they delayed it, right? So like, if if they delayed it because of that, and you're not going to delay it because the person that created and casted these people had to step down because of a family emergency, it just shows the companies. Warner Brothers has been absolutely horrible mm -hmm. with. Uh, treating their talent treating the actors and the recent acquisition by um discovery if you guys didn't know discovery like i believe they acquired warner media oh wow so and discovery is, stated wow. that the the biggest thing that they're going to focus on is the treatment of their talent nice. and i'm like ah see what you did there i nice. get it yeah, i know I what you guys are doing nice very wow. smart well that's great information yeah. to know so what's next in the dc world of movies and shows it it, that's the thing. DC doesn't like releasing slates because they know they're not consistent. <laughs> so like they Marvel, know it. At they least they're self-aware. Marvel's like the next eight <laughs> years are planned out. Exactly. Yeah. I don't get how. It's so mm -hmm. crazy because Zack Snyder had everything planned out, but like they, the WB messed with it. But mm -hmm. they don't like releasing slates whatsoever. But uh, it's it's clear they don't know how to treat their talent and yeah. the people of color that's within their talent. They don't like, they don't know how to treat them. It's so sad because so many writers backstage, Ray Fisher came out. So, so many people after Ray Fisher came out that were black, that were brown, that were just people of color came out after Ray Fisher said a statement and nothing happened. Yeah. So what Warner Brothers decided to do is like, all right, guys, we, we know we treated you guys like shit. We, we know we're just a little racist, you know, we know, but we're going to make a black Superman movie. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> That's cool. Make it Valzad. Make it. Um, I'm trying to remember. Make it Kalel, uh, one of the other black supermen. They were like, no, we're going to make it a black Clark Kent. And I'm just like, 
Clark Kent may be the whitest character ever made. Ever. <laughs> Literally, right? Ever. <laughs> yes, exactly. Ever. And I'm like, there's black Superman to choose right. from, and you black Clark Kent. Mm-hmm. That's so awfully weird. It's so it's clear WB just wants to pander because they were caught that they were racist. So I'm just like, <sighs> are you yeah. kidding me? Yeah. By the way, what's upon that point? Well, what do you think about you know when they change the basically the okay? So there's always there's always recent, recently I've been noticing a lot where they change the characters, either gender or uh, skin color or race or whatever. Um, I'm on board. Do whatever you want. Okay, just just make the movie good. Yeah. But there's always people that are against it, and I wanted to see what's your opinion about. It. For example, uh, in the recent in the new Batman movie, Ben Gordon is black. And yeah, that so, guy is known to be white. Commissioner Gordon has been seen in live action, I believe, what three, four times prior to uh, what's it called, Jeffrey Wright's portrayal in the Batman movie that's coming out next year. God, that's gonna be the Greatest comic movie ever. Regardless, um, <laughs> yeah, let's go. I'm excited. I'm excited for that one. Yeah, gonna be Robert so Pattinson good. as Batman. Oh, so good. He's gonna knock <laughs> it out. Park. He's, He's such be... a great actor, to be honest. Yeah. So good. Uh, I feel like if the if the race isn't integral to the character, shut up about it. D- why do you care? Like, no, nowhere has Jim Gordon's race ever played to account to his character. Oh, sorry, Jim Gordon, not Ben Gordon. Yeah, yeah. It's, I, I understand. I get it. I'll say Gordon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, like, I feel like if you're getting pissed off because Commissioner Gordon isn't white anymore and you've seen that dude in live action three times prior to this, stop it. Stop it. Come on. Are you, are you serious? But there's so many other times where they cast people of color as other people of color. And I feel like there may be a slight disconnect there because you're getting your representation stolen of some sort stolen. Yeah, that's just the lack for a better term. Like, mm-hmm. let's say, for instance, Black Adam, Egyptian character, one of the only like one of the only Egyptians in the comic books. And he's going to be played by The Rock in live action. So like people of color, person of color, like person of color. I don't think color, The Rock like, is Egyptian <laughs> at, all. at all. And you know what's crazy? He's starting to film the movie now, and he's been cast as Black Adam since 2009. So, like, why was he so attached to the character? I don't know. I don't know. But as you know, he was definitely cast before the rise for diversity and representation mm-hmm. was called in Hollywood. Right. So, like, I, I feel mean, like... I feel maybe it's because of, you know... I mean, uh, yeah, exactly. The, the rock. Definitely. And then also definitely. the and the money. The look. Definitely. Money. Definitely. Rooms, you can movies. definitely attract the new like new audiences to the movie, but like right in Egyptian, there's gonna. Then what's crazy though is the movie cast a lot of Arab actors, a nice. lot of Arab actors. So it's really cool. I'm really hyped to see it. I'm just like, damn it, the main character, yes, yeah. not Egyptian. Like you couldn't. Get... And then I'm just like, all right, I'll I'll take it. I, I I don't and I don't like I don't dislike The Rock. I really like The Rock, even though he plays the he's same cool exact in every movie. <laughs> I mean, but, look, yeah, you can't really, really expect. You can't really expect them to be very accurate with this if, since their main idea of like Arabs is, you know, Indian uh, Aladdin thing, whatever. Mm, that like was. an Aladdin movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, like, yeah, Agrabah. like that was because they based <laughs> yeah. that off of the cartoon and the cartoon was already they mixed the Arab and the Desi culture, which was. Yeah, complete misrepresentation. Yeah. They were like, guys, look, it's so Arab. 
the Taj Mahal. And I'm just like, are you kidding me? That's, <laughs> that's not Arab. <laughs> I was like raised like, I no, I won't lie. When I first went to Yemen, I thought I thought I was going to see like <laughs> these palaces and everything. And I was like, that's India. Eunice, that's not <laughs> but mm-hmm. I was young. I was like seven, but uh, it was it's a very it was a misinterpretation of the representation it was a mis. and as an arab yourself how do you feel about this uh, misrepresentation oh man <laughs> i haven't gotten an accurate representation of muslims in any movie except i believe one night in miami and i don't know if you guys seen that movie it's i've heard about, about it but no i haven't watched it oh, that was last year yeah it was right. it's yeah. probably one of my favorite movies it, mm-hmm. it has malcolm x Nice. Has, oh wow! Uh, Sam, Sam Cooke, like there was a lot. It was about the the four, uh, four of these black activists in I believe the '60s, where they met up with each other for one night in Miami. And like the one representation of Islam that I saw that was very accurate was between Malcolm X and Muhammad Ali. And at yeah. one point, they prayed together on the on the what is it called? They prayed together on the floor in the hotel and like. I had a tear coming down my eye. I'm like, what the heck? Because every time there would always be a person making prayer in a movie, it would always be interrupted by something. It would always be misinterpreted. Like I one time saw a Netflix. I, I forgot what it was. If I had it, I'd roast the shit out of it right now. But it was a Netflix <laughs> show or movie. The, 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 the woman prayed, got up and started making out with the person in front of her. And I'm just like, what, what, is, what is that? Yeah, and strange. then recently... Last month, when I was fasting for the month of Ramadan, there was someone breaking their fast with a shot of alcohol, and I'm just like, "What is this? What is this like? What is I don't? If this is yeah, what, what you're this world, <laughs> this is representation for my yeah. people, get it out. I don't want. I don't want representation anymore. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. So oh, I mean, right. my my plan is like, I want to be in Hollywood. I want to be an actor. I want to change that representation. Let's go. Like <laughs> Eunice, <laughs> they're, the not, moon, they're not doing anything. Yeah. It's so sad. It's You're sad. right. Yeah. And to be honest, I agree because, um, well, also they haven't been making too many great movies. So it's about time that we switch things up and we make our own great movies. 100%. And they can watch those movies. Um, yeah, Eunice, I really hope. Um, so is that what you want to do? You want to continue going and making uh, movies and acting? I, want, I, do wanna do, I, want, I do want to do acting. I really enjoy acting. I, I like being in front of the camera, behind the camera, dude. Like, I love shooting movies. I've shot like a couple of short films for school and all that, mm-hmm. or like just for fun. But I nice. love acting too, so it's it's yeah. it's it's cool. It's what you I want. See to yourself do. as the next Flash. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, you've got uh, the speed, you know. Maybe the frame uh, as well. I don't, I don't know. Will WB cast in a Yemeni Flash? We shall see. We shall. We see. shall see. We shall see. I'm gonna keep my yeah. <laughs> I think they want <laughs> a blonde. A blonde. I'm hair trying. To, I'm trying to visualize it. You know, you're, you're like praying, and then there's something <laughs> happening going in the background. The fight. Right. Like, right. I have to. Fin- I have to finish praying. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one day. One day. One day. That would be cool. All yeah. right. Awesome. So um, I want to ask you something else about uh, the comparison between DC and Marvel. I think part of the problem with DC is that they kind of rush things to catch up to Marvel because Marvel was way ahead at the time. Mm-hmm. And I think that if DC just took its time and just followed <laughs> Zack Snyder's vision, it would have been really cool. Um, yeah. What do you take? What's your take on that? Yeah, definitely. And mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people didn't like Zack Snyder's vision. And I feel like WB Duffy didn't like it. So I was like, but Zack Snyder came to you with everything. He came to you with his plan and what he wanted to do. 
why didn't you guys call it out back then if you guys didn't like it? Like, he came to them with a, a slate for the next, I believe, decade. He was like, all right, I want to make five movies. Let me do this, and then I'll leave. Yeah, that's why he keeps like, saying, uh, they keep saying, return the Snyderverse. Yeah, they, yeah, they keep, that's a new hashtag. Like, before it was released a Snyder Cut, now it's restored the Snyderverse. So, like, people want to see, they want to see Zack Snyder's vision be finished. And it's it's tough because while I would like to see it, these characters are already slated for their own solo movies. So I don't know how that would ever, ever work because he has about two more, three more movies that need to be done to... F no, two more movies to be done to make his vision complete. Justice League, one, uh, Justice League 2 and 3. So I don't know how that would be done because Flash has his own movie that's currently filming with Michael Keaton and Ben Affleck. So those are two key characters right. with Ben Affleck and Ezra Miller that are supposed to be in the Snyder Cut, that are supposed to be in the Snyderverse, already doing their own thing. And then you have Wonder Woman having her third movie. Then you have Aquaman currently shooting his second movie. So it's like, I don't know how that would ever work. I would, I really do want it to work. So what I think they should do is continue in animation, just do an animated version of his vision. Zack Snyder's vision is so cool to watch live action. So cool. And Man I wish he knows, he knows how to do visuals, yes. dude. If you don't like his writing, sure. <laughs> I, I love his visuals. I love it. If you guys haven't seen Army of the Dead too, go watch that. Really good movie. Really enjoy that it. movie. Nice. It's on Netflix, right. so it's cool. Nice, That's nice. nice. Uh, what do you think of Watchmen? It's, and the crazy thing is I haven't seen it in years and I have to do a rewatch, but it's literally, if you want to rewatch it, you can either read the comic book or just watch the movie because they're just shot by shot, almost the same exact thing. So are you talking about the show or the movie? The movie I was referring to, but I guess the yeah. show also, right? Yeah. Yeah. The, I haven't seen the show either. I heard mm -hmm. the show is a continuation of what the comic started. And since the comics and the movies are very similar, it's like you can either connect it to both, but uh yeah the movie the movie was very good especially visually the vi it was so visually pleasing it was so good but yeah. the show i heard it was only mm. eight episodes it's a limited series they stopped it they're not gonna continue for season two they said it's one of the greatest shows ever it won so many emmys and golden globes i need to watch it i don't know why i haven't yet all right so good all right now that we have an actual uh dc uh, professional here let's ask him uh what's your favorite uh comic book strip and then show and then movie mm, okay one of my favorite comic book hmm like you mean comic books or comic book yeah. like page uh i mean whatever you want to go in more detail uh, yeah uh, <laughs> in, in terms of in terms of comic we books, <laughs> i think huh I always say Blitz in terms of Flash. It's yeah. a run by Jeff Johns with and it's with Wally West, Hunter Zolomon. It's it's so good. The art is very good. Scott Collins, very, very good uh, comic book run. And I still think Wally West has the most consistent run in the comic books in terms of his like Silver Age run. Not like after the Silver Age, my bad. But like right now, he's like, I don't even know. I haven't even kept up with it because of the decline in quality but in terms of splash pages i'd say like i think the coolest comic book page might be when flashpoint batman stabbed reverse flash and like reverse flash is like that and batman is like ah it's, it's so cool i love that i love that page and in the, in the in the animated show they kind of redid it and he did the gunshot 
and that was really really cool yes and then they continued that and they had reverse flash show up with the gunshot on his head and then he was like running so fast that his brain was still healing but if he stopped running he'd die so he's like always like going fast he's like it, it was so cool i'll stop geeking out and then <laughs> um favorite show right <sighs> man i'd say the first three seasons of the flash but favorite show that's consistent daredevil 100 daredevil nice. is definitely one of the greatest shows ever so let alone comic book shows it's so good that's probably the most consistent comic book show ever made. So, so good. They have, they're definitely going to bring back uh, Charlie Cox as Daredevil 2. You're going to see him in No Way Home, Spider-Man in December. Come to theaters December 25th. <laughs> like I'm, I'm like a marketing for them. Like, <laughs> for Spider-Man. Whoa, all right. Nice. <laughs> but you're, it's 100%. You're definitely going to see him in that movie. I think it's like confirmed at this point. But like, obviously, Marvel's doing a good job. They're letting the theories run their course instead of confirming any of them. Exactly. So they're very smart. End game all over Very again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Sounds literally. Good. All right. Literally. And let's do animated movie and then live action movie. Oh, animated movie. I think it's between Flashpoint. It's definitely, it's definitely Flashpoint. I think one, two. Hmm. That's tough. Because Mask of the Phantasm Batman is so good. So, so good. And... I did like Batman. Killing Joke. I don't know. Yeah, that's also another one. Batman has Killing Joke. Yeah. Killing Joke. It, it's just, uh, I, I don't know how I feel about the Batgirl <laughs> scene. It's, All right, fair. <laughs> that 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 scene messes me up. It's just Bruce Tim uh, living his fantasies out. But it's, it, I don't know. I think Mask of the Phantasm and Flashpoint Paradox are two of the greatest animated movies ever made. So. Yeah, nice. that's definitely up there. Animated now, me. live action. <laughs> uh, I don't. I, I don't even know how I can like. We're we're here it. to ask hard questions. This is our job. Yeah, He's not even trying to like. Mind, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like flash point. Literally, I have to. I think movie. Huh. It would have to be between. I think. I think in. Infinity War was probably one of the greatest Marvel movies ever made. Endgame was the greatest experience in a movie theater I've ever had. I agree. 100%. Mm-hmm. But in terms of a movie, I think Infinity War definitely. Definitely. Wow. Amazing. Probably Wait, one, one more. Best movies one ever thing made. I do want to know, since you mentioned your favorite hero is, is uh, Flash. Who's your favorite anti-hero? Mm-hmm. Anti-hero. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it sucks because I haven't read a lot of comics regarding anti-heroes like Deadpool or Red Hood. But or The Punisher. Or The Punisher, yeah. And I still haven't seen the last season of that show for some reason. I don't know why. Oh, I, but, I love um, them. I love them. I love the first season too. Daredevil season two with Daredevil and Punisher too. That's so good. So good. But I think in terms of anti-hero, I think Red Hood might be one of the coolest because I like his story with how Batman, how he thinks yeah. Batman abandoned him. And then Batman, who's not a killer, did like he butts heads with Red Hood because Red Hood is finishing off his villains, which is why I think a Red Hood would never work in the Snyderverse because Batman kills. So like, what are they gonna butt heads for? But yeah, <laughs> they'll be they'll be allies. You know, we'll, we'll kill together. Yeah, yeah, why not? Yeah, true. yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, that, that that conflict there you mentioned between Robin uh, between uh, Red Hood and Batman that's 
that's definitely a very strong story between very yeah. and oh i don't know how i forgot under the red hood for animated movies right great movie. good yeah mm-hmm. sounds good awesome wow all right <laughs> sounds good well this has been, this has been a great episode of a2 the show talking about comic books beers and stuff thanks unity for coming on the show thank you guys for um having me. i want to know so in the future i'd love to see more flash stuff flash movies flash shows and for some reason i think the most prevalent dc character is batman right he has all the animated movies all the shows i know you're rolling your eyes you're like well i'm tired of batman why are they making five batman movies huh <laughs> why are they making 10 batman movies huh it's so weird <laughs> right because so, they, what's happening yeah you guys know the flashpoint storyline obviously do you yeah. do you guys know what the flashpoint storyline is i've uh, how about going through it just for the effort it. yeah so flashpoint <laughs> Flash saves his mother, creates a new alternate timeline that's like yeah. a very dark timeline. Batman, Bruce Wayne is killed instead of his parents. And then the mother becomes the Joker, the father becomes Batman. So like, it's a very dark timeline. Cyborg is very messed up. Superman is an, still in his lab and he's the skinniest person alive. He's just like me. And then it's just, it's so like, it's a very twisted timeline. So they had all the potential was there to make this flashpoint movie and i don't i still don't know why they're doing flashpoint as the first movie but it's clear that it's going to be its own variation of a flashpoint movie instead of a full on adaptation and instead of making thomas wayne batman like jeffrey dean morgan do you guys know who jeffrey dean morgan is the actor uh you guys do you guys see have you guys seen the walking dead yeah uh what's his name the dude with the bat oh yeah yeah uh the the guy who acts as negan negan that's that's yeah. the name uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan plays Negan and he also played Thomas Wayne in the in, in the Snyder movies and nice. the, I'm pretty sure Zack Snyder casted him because he knew that Jeffrey Dean Morgan is legit the perfect Thomas Wayne Batman and he wanted to do a Flashpoint movie down the line so a, now that they're doing it <laughs> yeah yeah that's, you, that's oh, an interesting he, he, theory. Was, he was thinking he knew what he wanted to do in the future. I mean, so, yeah, he looks the part very well as well. So well. And he wants to do it. He's been talking about it for so long. He's posted pictures of him as Batman. He wants to do it so much. And they're making Flashpoint right now. And instead of doing Thomas Wayne, which is the obvious choice, which what I think they should have done is made Ben Affleck Batman do the Thomas Wayne. He comes back and Robert Patterson's Batman. Bam. That's how you integrate everything into it. But like, obviously, no. So what DC did. <laughs> you look, I have the perfect answer and I'm just the guy. So it's, like, it's right there. It's right there. <laughs> the other way. Yeah. So DC was like, all right. They called up 89 Batman, Michael Keaton. He was like, yeah, sure. I'll do it. So Michael Keaton is now in this movie. Ben Affleck is also part of this movie. So you have two very different Batman that are now part of this right. movie. Mm-hmm. And we don't know what the role they're going to play is. But it seems like Michael Keaton is going to have a very, very ben big Affleck role. Ben Affleck and Michael Keaton. What are they going to bring? They I'm have Christian Supergirl Balin. in this movie. Come they on! Have Supergirl. <laughs> Why, oh, wow. How is Supergirl in this movie? I don't... Supergirl was never a part of Flashpoint in general. So, like, right. it's very interesting. I don't know what the role... What this movie is even called. It's called The Flash. They're not calling it Flashpoint, which is mm-hmm. smart. But it's just... I don't know, man. I have right. no idea what Good they're going to do. Good luck, Eunice. I know you're anxious about this. I hope, <laughs> I hope it turns out like everything you want it to be. <laughs> the, the movie was announced when I was 11. 
they could be creating another universe other than the two that already are planned in the comics. Slow down. It's like could be a third universe. You Slow know, down. Like, I don't know. They've created you know, so many universes. They don't, they don't exactly. Even. There's like, for example, in the the the, the what's it called uh, the series for the Flash, the one that's not animated. Um, he traveled. There's so many different universes and and Earths, Earth one, Earth two, them. Earth ten, Earth twenty five. So like each one has its own storyline and stuff. So they maybe can, that's what they're trying to do. I I would have thought that, but then like, um, what's it called? I'm trying to think of an instance where they totally disregarded the multiverse. They they I don't even know. They call Robert Pattinson's Batman Earth two. That's what they call it because sure. they want it to be separate from what's whatever's happening with these movies, which I think is smart. Don't connect Robert Pattinson. This is a shit show. Keep him alone. <laughs> yeah. So I think it's the smartest idea. But then you have the TV shows where Stargirl is Earth 2 and there's no there's they're not in the same universe. So like you already have different variations of Earth 2. So it's clear they don't know what they're doing with the multiverse. They just wanted to call it the multiverse because it's a cool concept. <laughs> yeah, and Grant Gustin Ezra Miller. Yeah, it gives them yeah, more. Yeah, Gustin uh, Ezra Miller already met. It, makes, it? it probably gives them more opportunities to make more movies and with different characters. Uh, yeah. different, sorry, different actors for the same character and stuff. So, yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. That's what a multiverse could be utilized for, but they don't. They don't want to fully go with it, and it's it sucks. And then yeah. Marvel, you know, Marvel saying, "All right, we're doing multiverse too." And yeah, you know what yeah, let's go. Marvel. They're already doing it. Goes with us. Wait, so already doing so question over there. Since they we're almost out of time, side, but you can ask. Yeah. yeah. And then, um, <laughs> so basically, you're saying there's a, there's they're going into multiverses in Marvel. Do we see one where Robert Downey Jr. doesn't die? I don't think you're gonna see one where he doesn't die. Dun, but, dun, dun. <laughs> but you're definitely. I still I still think we're gonna see. Robert Downey Jr. again. I, I think I think that's I think they're gonna easily do that. They're gonna make him. They could easily make his voice be the next Jarvis for any anything. So sure. like, I feel like so he that. dies in every on every Earth. He has to. Oh die. no, there's definitely an Earth out there where he doesn't die. Like you, okay. you heard Doctor yeah. Strange say it. There's a million something. How much the possibilities were? There's definitely a possibility where that outcome was different. But I don't think we'll ever see it now. Oh wow! But you're gonna see. Mm -hmm. You're gonna All see right. like Doctor Strange that. That second movie is going to be multiverse heavy. I it's can't wait. Madness. Oh, I can't wait for the new Doctor Strange. Also, thanks, Eunice, very much for coming on the show. Really appreciate your time here. Um, you want to shout out or let the world know anything before we wrap up? Uh, Instagram at Unity. Just sounds good. <laughs> Are you working? What's next for you? Are you doing uh, anything? New? Twitch. Twitch. All right, yeah. keep an eye out for Unity's Twitch. <laughs> Pretty much, uh, what are we expecting to see on the Twitch? From anything to politics, to comics, to current events, I'm going to do it all. Gaming, even though I suck at games, it's going to be cool. It's going to be funny. <laughs> it's going to be very funny. Check it out. Check it out. All right, we'll link it in the bio. Thanks for watching another episode of A2 The Show, uh, the most international number one podcast, trending educational entertainment, comic books, etc. podcast. Check it out. All right. <laughs> and this is how we sign out. Thanks, Unity. Thanks, Saeed. Another episode and Audi. Woo.